Coming live from Minnesota, USA is our guest today. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. But before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever platform you are watching or listening to this show on. And today we have got John Weber, business growth consultant, straight away from Minnesota, USA. And today we'll be talking to him about business and making business profits. Welcome to this show, John. Thank Good you evening so much. to you. Thank you so much for the welcome. I appreciate it. And I hope we can uh, deliver some insane value for the people listening. Yes, yes, indeed. A lot of value we'll be talking about, you know, ways to instantly profit through uh, businesses that they, uh, can profit through simple optimization strategies. But let me tell them, tell our audience a little bit about your background. So, dear friends, John is an American entrepreneur, top 1% consultant and business master. By the age of 40, by the age of 24, he's uh, just 24, isn't it, John? I'm pretty young, just 24. I got started. Just I got 24. Started when I was uh, yeah, you, 13. you improve. You, you, you improve on the average age for people like me here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, John, by the age of 24, he's a 2x self-published author and has worked with clients in 18 industries. He's widely considered a business growth, personal development, and financial expert. He spends his time to help businesses scale profitably without outside capital. John, welcome once again. Tell us about how one can increase profit. Profit matters. You know, money matters. And, and uh, a lot of people would want to understand that better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a few main ways that I've kind of I've honed down. Um, that are the most important because a lot of times I think people focus a lot, for example, just on like their advertising. They're like, if I if I can just hone down my advertising and my lead generation, then I'll be so much more profitable, which is entirely true. But I think what I've discovered and I've found is that there's two other areas as well that most people don't look at or they should be looking at a lot more because each of the things I'm going to go through can literally multiply a business's profits at zero, like, I mean, literally zero expense, zero, zero extra dollars spent. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, 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 so the first, yeah, yeah, carry, carry on, John. Take your I time. So there's, there's three main areas. Uh, one is in, in advertising and lead generation. Uh, okay. One is going to be uh, in the sales process, the actual process people go through. So from the ad, to, you know, a sales funnel, to, you know, are they going to go on a book call? Are they going to talk to a sales agent? You name it. And then also the follow-up, which usually there's at least one or two of the areas that most businesses kind of are lacking in by quite a bit. Okay. Okay. Can you elaborate on these processes? Like how exactly it works? How does this work for a simple person? You see, as the economy Global economy changes. There are a lot of freelancers, small businesses, and you know, uh, very very small entrepreneurs, single single right. person businesses. How do they make use of this sales optimization or profit optimization? So right. try to focus through that. Absolutely. So there's a few main ways across. Number one, across your advertising. Uh, so this could be organic marketing. It could be paid ads through Facebook or any other form. What you want to do 
and this is actually contrary to what is mostly taught, is you actually want to reduce, it, 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 I'll get to why, kind of almost reduce the amount of leads you're generating and heavily focus on lead quality. Because truly, the reason why a lot of businesses don't see the conversions they want, like the reason why they're not, you know, they're generating leads. A lot of, a lot of people know how to generate leads. They know how to generate interest, but they almost never or rarely convert those leads into actual buyers. And one of the biggest reasons for it is because most people think in advertising, I want everyone. I want as many people as possible. And you have to completely remove that from your mindset and decide, okay, if I'm attracting everyone, how much money am I wasting on people who aren't actually interested in my practice services? Okay. How much money am I spending on people who can't afford my practice services? So actually what you want to do in most uh, advertising methods is you actually want to create messaging and create the copy and what's being communicated across your ads in a way that vets out and keeps out all the kinds of people you don't want to work with. Because again, people think, well, if I make things that are free, I'll get as many people as possible. Or if I, you know, make some extra bonus deal, I'll get as many people. But you really want quality because then you're reducing your ad spend because you're only spending money on the best quality leads possible who both can afford and who actually want your advertising and want what you're okay. selling and offering. Okay. And then uh, in terms of lead generation, so how do you actually generate leads in a market like today when that is so much of competition so, much. so for a small business let's start like this a business which is offline yep but and and then they are also online and they want to sell as much as possible and scale and grow right how do you generate leads how do you create loyal customers uh, out of that and then we take other steps after that for sure so the first thing i would say is actually first before even before we get to the generating leads is a lot of times people also have uh, untapped potential in their current leads and customers they're generating. So say there's a okay. small business, they have some customers flowing in and they have some leads flowing in one, your priority, of course, we're going to get to uh, generating leads additionally, but your priority first is to convert as many of those current leads and prospects and people in your audience as much as possible into customers. And we do that through one, follow-up insane amounts of follow-up and and okay. i cannot stress this enough because i believe the average company i believe follows up it's between like three and five times it's, it, it's a right. few times at max it takes on average now with like you said so much competition with so many different people all selling the same exact products products and services in almost the same ways it takes so much more messaging so you need to follow up more than all of your competitors and you need to follow up in a better quality way because often people think, okay, I have this audience who's seeing my messaging in any kind of content posted online. Say a, a company is or a small business is trying to attract uh, leads through posting content, articles, using social media posts, or maybe they're using some kind of offline uh, advertising. Like it could be okay. through the newspaper or it could be through other sources as well. And they're bringing these people in is they have to realize that when people are, are hitting their messaging, one, it's obviously what we discussed, it's going to take a lot more follow-up than they thought. But two, you can't just promote. You have to truly engage and educate 
I, I do three things you should do with any audience in advertising, in a sales process, in any communication. You should entertain, educate, okay. and entice. Because, of course, there are different personalities, different types of people who are watching the show, who are seeing advertising, who are getting email follow-up, who, who are seeing some someone's ads or marketing. And because there's different kinds of people, you want to relate with those different kinds of people and the different kinds of personalities within them, right? So, of course, funny, entertaining advertising can be used or okay. messaging or articles. But you also want to create how-to content, videos, training, articles, communication. You want to create um, deals, special bonus. You want to use a variety of these things and follow up when you're emailing or texting or calling leads um, or when you're doing advertising or anything else because then you actually relate more with your customers and with your audience because instead of just promoting, you actually relate like a real person because you're telling jokes, you're using storytelling, right. you're doing all these things. Okay. Okay. So basically follow up and follow up nicely, entice, entertain, be real. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Those three things, entertain, entice, and educate are, are what's going to build trust with your audience and make you seem like an authority to them because that's what really your audience wants. It comes down to two things. There was a, there's a, a book I read recently by Alex Hormozzi. Highly suggest. And then that he talks about creating offers. This is kind of separate, but it's going to relate. Um, and what he says, and it's true, what your audience wants when they're making a buying decision is they want to reduce their risk when they buy something as much as possible and increase the certainty that when they buy it, they're going to get a certain result. So by using those three communication methods, you're doing that. You're building more trust, which increases certainty. And by offering deals and discounts and things, you reduce the risk to the client and customer. Okay. So once you have got your lead generation followed up, then how do you make the sale? How do you optimize your sales process? Yes. So one thing that is huge to, to optimize the sales process, to optimize follow-up, to optimize any part of just about anything, literally, especially advertising too, is what you want to do is something that's commonly taught, but no one does it. And I don't understand why, because again, this is something else, a small little thing that can multiply business profits. And what that is, is you need to split test, whether it's an advertisement offline or online, whether it's some kind of follow-up, whether it's your sales process, you want to split test. So what a split test is, I'll explain for your audiences. In yes. any form of communication, marketing, advertising, a sales process, a sales funnel, you name it, it's running a test to see if you can create a separate variation of, say, an ad. So you have ad A and ad B. You make one change to the second variation, and you run traffic or leads to both. And then from there, you see, okay, I ran traffic to both. Which one? Uh, if this A got 100 clicks and B got 100 clicks, did A get more buyers? Okay, if it did, great. That means that change I made increased my sales and conversions. It didn't cost you anything to do that. And what you do is you keep doing that across those three areas, across your advertising, across your follow-up, and across your sales process. Because then, you know, if you can increase through these split tests, let's just say, these three areas, sales process, advertising, follow-up, you increase uh, how well they're optimized to 
generate more leads. Your advertising can generate more leads. 10% more leads, 20% more leads. Your follow-up uh, converts 30% more leads into customers. Your sales process does the same. Uh, a 10% to 20% change in each of these areas can be overall, if you do that a couple times in each and keep split testing, multiple times more money without any any cost to you at all, which is fantastic because, of course, businesses want more profit without having to, I don't want to have to spend $5,000, $10,000, $2,000, $1,000 more in advertising. I want what I have in place to just work better. Okay. Okay. So, John, tell me, you know about businesses, you know about maximizing profits, optimizing your business. Today's time is a lot about independent doing. You know, the great resignation, everybody wants to be freelance. Everybody wants to be starting their own businesses, however small it is, and then grow. And that's the way the world is going with yes, all this new technology is going. Just you see, at your age, you have already worked in 18 industries. By this time, I, I don't know if I just started my job in journalism. Right. Okay. So that's the way the things have, have changed and are changing at a very fast rate. Now, you are an expert of businesses. Can you tell us how does someone start a business with little or no capital? There are a lot of youngsters who want to do that. And, and so, our audience is a lot of youngsters. Right. And I've been, I've been trying to tell my friends. I've been encouraging my friends. For example, my friend's a barber. Uh, he works at a barber shop. And I'm like, man, you can make so much more money and probably feel for more fulfilled if you started your own business. And I've, I've been talking about this and writing about it for a long time. And I think the best way to really um, start a business is one, find out what you really enjoy. Again, this isn't going to happen for everyone's case because maybe there's an industry they can easily get into. Maybe there's, there's other conditions, but if you can find number one, something that you truly enjoy, like me personally, I nerd out over marketing. I nerd out over sales, like okay. the fine tune optimizing of a, of a checkout cart, uh, of uh, split testing emails. You can split test your emails too, and a bunch of those things. Those drive me crazy. So if you have an interest, or even because I think a lot of people who are younger as well, or just in general, they think they have an interest, but they think they can't make a business of it. Where, where I'll say is, have you ever heard of a business? who has ran out of customers, ran out of leads, probably almost never. You never, you never hear about someone who, I, there's no more leads in the market. I got all of them. So saturation in the market does exist. Like there are barbers, there are a lot of these different things. But as long as you can find your own way and your own perspective to get into a market of some kind and in something you're interested in, I think number one, that's gonna work out fine. Just choose something you want, you have a passion for, it, does, it, it doesn't have to be the miracle best thing of all time. It just has to help people. That's number one. And I think number two, if someone wants to get started in business, I highly prescribe to minimize failure um, that people learn truly, I mean, learn in depth how business works and how to promote themselves and how to actually grow the business. Because a lot of people, like you're saying, especially in this day and age, it, it's, it's such an increasing rate of people wanting to start an offline business, an online business. They want a side hustle. They want some source of additional income, but they don't know how. They don't have faith in themselves. And I think what they need, like I'm saying, is they need a passion to go for, and they need to actually learn 
how business operates and how to actually do marketing, do some sales, at least at a, a decent level, because otherwise I think people get into business, they spend money. This is what I did when I first got started when I was between 13 and 15, very young. Yeah. Please, please, um, do, please do tell us about your you know, uh, journey so that, you know, that will also give us a lot of perspective to understand right. how you made it, where you are. Right, so I'll go, I'll go right to that. So when I first got started, and this is why I'm saying people should really learn first is, and even, even if you believe, I'll, I'll say this too, even if you believe you're an expert at, it could be SEO, it could be making pancakes, you know, it could be anything. You still want to keep advancing your learning because where I thought I was and what I know about marketing and sales two years ago, I'm a completely different person. Um, so really learn and I'll, I'll go through my story. So yeah, sure. when I was between the ages of me and my dad go back and forth on um, what, what, how old I was is between 10 and 13, my dad had two offline businesses. Uh, he had a local shop, like a sports memorabilia shop in a local mall. Um, and around 2008, especially in the United States, there was a housing crisis and right. there, was a, there was a recession, right? And during this, his businesses went bankrupt. He had to move our family into someone else's basement in welfare apartments. Um, and he lost his cars. We didn't have a TV. We, we lost almost literally everything we had. We were almost homeless. And during this time, he turned to digital marketing. This is what I think, unfortunately, a lot of people do is they, they're in a struggling situation and they go, I need to make something change. I need to make something happen because if I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with, with, with my finances. And that's especially going on with everything going on in the world right now, which is, I don't know if people are watching this. You, you must be hiding underneath a rock. If you haven't noticed a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world right now and over the past two years, um, is people are at a position that they feel the need they have to do this. Um, so he decided to do that, start an online business. I being really young and seeing this, I'm like, I saw a little bit of a lifestyle of what you could live and how you could live. And I've, of course, because I grew up pretty poor, I never had that experience in my life. Like, you know, my dad, we would drive to town and he'd be like, well, I don't know if the gas is going to hit empty. I don't know if our car is going to make it, but we'll try. Our, our cars, the doors were falling off. It was, it was a very pr pretty poverty living up to a certain point. And I never had the experience and lifestyle that I wanted. So I saw that and I saw the transition of as we moved out of uh, the situation we were in, I saw what could be possible. So I think is you have to realize if you're wanting to get started, if you, if you want to grow your business, no matter what you're doing, that it's possible for you to move forward and you just, you just have to take the leap. So me being 13, 14, somewhere around there, I got started. Uh, I was building a gaming blog. When I was 13, I built my own blog. I actually had subscribers. I was using free traffic. I was just posting stuff online. I was building subscribers. I was emailing, doing all this stuff at 13 years old. And even my dad would look across. He'd be like, my dad didn't have a blog at the time. He's like, you have a blog sign? I'm like, yeah. He's like, how'd you do it? This is another thing too is, as I said, you just have to take action and, and don't have expectations for yourself. Just take action, learn, take action, learn. That's why I learned so fast was because... I was continuously, as I was developing this business, that around 15 years old, that I the only job I've ever worked was at Walmart. I worked at Walmart for about six months to kind of build my own business. It failed. I lost all my money that I earned from Walmart, which was horrible because I lost everything I had then. I'm like, okay, back to square one. But in that process of failing, 
and, and testing things out and building my gaming blog and stuff, I continuously learned and applied what I learned and made sure I kept, okay, I tried this, I learned this. What else can I do? I tried this, I learned this. What else can I do? And that's that's the struggle I think that more people need to go through because that's where you actually learn what's going to work in business and in life. And then I'm gonna, I'll quickly wrap up that section. Um, around 15 years old, like I said, worked at Walmart for six months, the only job I've ever worked at and failed miserably. Um, then I said, all right, I need to learn more. Obviously, I don't know enough. If I failed, there's something I could have done differently. So when I went back to the drawing board, started doing more affiliate marketing, not selling my own stuff, but doing affiliate marketing. Business picked up. Business picked up. Started learning, growing to the, around the age of 18. We're around 18. I moved out. I'm like, you know what? I need to move out. I need to become a man, do my own stuff, move my life forward. So I moved out, kept working the business, but because I had expenses, I had a, I had a, I had a girlfriend at the time, a couple of different things. I was traveling to try to go to events and do different things and keep learning. I was spending a lot more than I was earning. And I believe I got down to about 50 bucks, 50 bucks US in my account. And I was like, well, obviously I need to learn some more. Um, so from there, 18 years old, I, again, kind of adapted a different mindset. I need to keep learning and moving and changing what I'm doing. I kept doing that. And eventually around 19 years old, affiliate marketing started growing. I started my own, my own product and services selling my own. I uh, wrote my first book. Then I continued to go ahead and start doing SEO um, and start moving to consulting. And now I have right now about four businesses that I'm juggling at the same time. And now it's a blessing. I've traveled the world. I've written two books now. Um, my life has been a blessing because I decided to. And that's why I want people to understand is your life can become so amazing not just in what you're able to do or the money you generate, but because of how you feel that I did something, I accomplished something, I actually made something happen. Um, the transition to become a business owner and to just do do what you want to do, it's the best thing in the world that's ever happened to me. Yes, do what you want to do, and it can be the best thing in the world that can happen to you. Uh, John, you, uh, you're just 24. Yeah. But you come with a lot of wisdom. You come with a lot of understanding of life. And that too at an early age. And it's also a lot about perseverance, about trying new things. Mm -hmm. Just very quickly as my last question, can you share some hacks people can use in their business, yeah. in their day-to-day -day life? And just take, it, uh, take that as the takeaway from this. For sure. So a couple quick hacks and really good stuff. Um, number one. No matter what you were selling, no matter what you were offering, or you want what you want to sell, upsell and downsell like a maniac. Again, if it's digital or it's offline, you know, do you want some fries with that? Has generated probably tens to hundreds of millions of dollars for McDonald's. That's a lot of revenue. Now, if you're a smaller business, you may not think it's going to make a difference. But for example, when I sold uh, this book, I got two of my books right next to me. This one here, it's called Finally Wealthy. It's all about business and finances and stuff. Um, I just sold the book for $9, digital version, let it go. And then it was, it was doing fine, but I'm like, I wonder if I had an upsell. So what's called an order bump, I made one small order bump. So when someone goes to check out the digital book, there's an option to add a $37, which is okay. four times the price 
of the book, Ordemo, upsell. 50% of the people who bought the book bought that. So with one single change of adding one upsell, that's not including the, the, the consulting upsell, the mastermind upsell I had, one change, one little thing I added extra generated four times more money. So one, split testing, 100%. Two, offer. Make your offer so good that people will not refuse it because they'll feel dumb because it is so good. So again, whatever you are offering, whatever you are selling, if it's a haircut, you want to make sure that you're, you want to have a guarantee with your haircut. You want to have a, 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 a happiness guarantee with your haircut. You want to have some kind of product you give away with it, styling. You want to have such a good offer of whatever you sell or give to your audience that it drives people to not just buy from you, but to want to work with you for the long term. Because again, if there's two people, if there's a consultant who sells consulting services, and there's a consultant B who sells consulting services that guarantee to double your revenue in the next 60 days, or he will pay you to be in profit. And he'll also train your entire sales team, your marketing team, and all of your, your, your departments. If he'll train all of them and offer to double your revenue, which consultants are you going to go with? So you can be creative, be creative and think about ways. How can I offer a low extra something? How can I give a low extra? How can I be there so much for my customer and my audience that they truly like, know, and trust me so that they want to work with me for years and years to come? And I'll just say that this is the philosophy I've used for, for my entire life, whether it's business partnerships or a podcast or, or meeting people, is, is, is always give, 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 give everything I have, and eventually, in some way or form, life, life happens for you when you give. You will receive it back, whether it's monetarily, whether it's in friendships, whether it's in family, you name it. I've gotten to a point where just about every part of my life is going fantastic because I put the investment in early. I made sure I always gave the best I could so then people love you. When you people love you, you build a cult-like following and people want to always work with you. In business, that's what drives – look at Tesla. Why is Tesla the most valuable car uh, – company in the world in the shortest time period ever that a car company has started because people love what they've created and they love the personality. It's not about this like product, right. which is great, but the personality behind it is what brings people in. Lots of words of wisdom, John, you know, give, give a lot and it will come back to you mm -hmm. and make an offer to your customers that they can't refuse. Can't it's refuse. Like the, the, the new... New age John Corleone and that doing <laughs> business optimization. That's right, that's right. Yes, isn't it? And I love I love that. I love that. Uh, so you see, a man of wisdom at this early age, how can people connect you with you directly and profit from you? Get your services. Tell them. Sell them. I'm gonna give you a good deal. I don't really got anything to sell. Here's why. I truly believe in my message that you need to give to people. And give without expectation as much as possible. So if you want to learn how to grow your business, how to manage your finances better, how to improve your life, any of these things, you can go to YouTube. Just look up John Weaver or go to YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash John Weaver or go to eMoneyPeeps, E-M-O-N-E-Y-P-E-E-P-S.com. We have a blog there where we teach all the stuff for free. Same on my YouTube channel. 
I upload video every day. I, I give stuff away for free. And at some point, if you feel like working with me, buying a course from me, buying consulting from me, you name it, great. But first, at least learn and get some kind of value that you can actually use to grow yourself, grow your business, grow your finances, make some kind of change in your life. If you do that, that's, that's why I live. I love making people happy. That's why I'm smiling all the time. I love giving to people. And if I can do that, my life is accomplished. You love making people happy. Mm -hmm. That sums it all. That, that, that's, that's it. Keep, keep, keep doing that. And all my best wishes to you. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much for, thank you so much for joining on this show. Indeed Absolutely. a pleasure, John, to have you on my show. Thank Take you care. Much. Thank you very, very much. Hope to get yes. you again. Thank yes. You. you take care.